QBs, episode 29. What's more fun, building your fantasy team or a real NFL team? The guys touch on the Field of Dreams baseball game. We go through uh, fantasy tips from the milkman and then also talk about the NFL a little bit. Of course, punchable face of the week. There's always somebody and a Ted Lasso moment. Check it out. Enjoy. Have fun. SMQBs, episode 29. There is a single burning question for House this week. Toby, if Jalen Hurts played last week, would the score have been 42 or 49 nothing, New England? It's not good. It is not good. Can we please have Carson back? Oh, that's sure. You even have to start the season if you got that out. He's he's practicing. He's practicing. Can Jalen Hurts? Well, I guess we're going to jump ahead. Can Jalen Hurts play NFL football? I hope so. Oh, my boy. sons will. My sons will kill me for saying that when they listen to this podcast. They're a big uh, Jalen believers. Well, you know, listen, he was awesome last week on the sideline. <laughs> Actually, he wasn't even on the sideline, was he? He was in a hospital. Was he? Was he okay? What did he have? He had some stomach bug. It a stomach infection. I think he's faking illness. <laughs> so he doesn't have to play. <laughs> he doesn't have to play for the Eagles. I think we should start the pod now. I think we should start the pod now. I hope you guys are having fun on holiday. Is that what they call it here in the States? Are you guys on holiday? Well, we took a little holiday. We uh we, we're on summer schedule right now. We we recorded on a Wednesday last and then we got back and and we took the Monday off, so we're back. We're a little little late getting this uh, out, but you know, listen, it's summertime. We're taking a vacation. What do you want from us? Mm-hmm. We did have the unfortunate uh, timing, though, of recording the day before the Field of Dreams game, and then we took a bunch of time off. and And really, I think we have to spend just a minute on that game because. Every once in a while, I mean, you have big sporting events that capture sort of the imagination and, and the heart of, of America. And, you know, the Super Bowl is obviously at the top of the list of everybody talking about and, and going to parties and watching. And March Madness probably comes in uh, right after that. Um, but Field of Dreams game really was sort of a big surprise. I mean, the number of people who were texting me, are you watching this? How cool is this? With You know, when... Kevin Costner led the teams out from the corn uh, onto the field. I, I was really struck by how many people Is were posting headed? on social media and were and were bringing it up. I mean, what did you guys think of it? It, it was pretty remarkable. I thought it uh, as a made-for-TV event, it was going to be a joke. It was amazing. And I was uh, shocked to read that it had the highest ratings for a major league baseball game since 2005 in 16 years. They, yeah. Regular season, regular, regular season, regular season game. They haven't had that many people watch baseball in 16 years than in a, the cornfield in Iowa. And of yeah. course there was amazing drama to end the game. It was just an, it was oh, an awesome production. Awesome production. Oh, they, I mean, Hollywood couldn't have scripted it any better. The way it ended with the Yankees making that dramatic comeback and 
and then the uh, walk off, you know, by the White Sox. I mean, it was um, it was all just very theatrically set. Uh, and I think it it kind of rubbed us to our nostalgia uh, about baseball. The only the reason that we loved Field of Dreams as a movie, as a sports fan uh, or in a baseball fan was because it reminded us of days of yore. Uh, and I think that that was something that, you know, major sports is missing. And I think that kind of is why this caught on in a way that nobody had really expected. You know, surprisingly, the NHL has been ahead of that concept because you're right, Pope. It, it reminds you of Sandlot baseball as a kid standing out there in the hot sun in the outfield with some, you know, makeshift field and uh, same with playing ice hockey on a pond. And that's what the NHL has captured. And I think I think the viewership for those outdoor hockey games is way up compared to regular season hockey as well. As long as the sun is not shining. Punchable face of the week. Yeah, that's right. As long as the sun isn't shining. Yeah, yeah. right. Is is it just me or baseball uniforms like progressively going downhill? Like they need to all go back to the 20s version. I love seeing the old White Sox uniform. That was so cool. Um, Well, they were so baggy back then. I love it. I I think it's awesome. I agree. That first home run landed in the cornfield. It doesn't get better than that. Yeah, that was cool. Just disappears. Yeah. <laughs> just, that's they they should they should play like uh a weekly game there. I think Zach Britton got lost in the cornfield trying to come in to, <laughs> to close out the game. And it showed in his performance. If they it, it, I was just gonna say if they brought back those unis for the White Sox, and the White Sox have had a lot of good unis over the years, but that old school White Sox Uni isn't the best. They brought that back. That would be the number one seller. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think the Yankees have changed their uniform since 1908. So that that (laughs) might not be an issue, right? So why why change to have worked for them, baby? Did you have to tee that up? That game jumps. By the way, that game jump started the Yankees to shed their old ways. And now they're the the real Yankees. You're just waiting to the field of talking about. Well, I think, I think, look, I mean, you guys know I'll, I'll always fight to the death that baseball is America's pastime. It is the most important sport that we have. And the way that game was embraced, um, what's, you know, look, it's been a pretty dark 18 months, right? I mean, you could even go back further than that if you, if you wanted to, but certainly the last 18 months have been pretty dark for this country. And the way that game was embraced by, again, I said it, people who, who I don't even think are big sports fans, but who tuned in and really got into it. Um, I mean, the only thing that comes to mind is, is the James Earl Jones uh, script on this, you know, baseball has been the constant and and that game showed it off. I mean, really uh, it's, it's cliche or Pollyannish, I guess, but, but it, boy, that game that really showed it off as to why baseball is the link uh, from generation to generation in this country. Well, and you have to credit Major League Baseball for seizing on it because now next year we're going to have the Cubs and the Cards, which is a Reds, big, Cubs and the Reds, Cubs and Reds, which and is Reds. a big time throwback series. Yeah. Bison, let me ask you this. Did, did it work because it's a single game? Would it be as alluring if they did a three game set? Uh, probably not. Right. I mean, yeah. probably not. But but 
listen, baseball caught lightning in a bottle this time. And, and I'm the first one to criticize MLB, the organization, for always screwing everything up. And hopefully they don't, you know, they don't try and overdo it next year. And and they don't do that. They don't make a big deal out of the three-game series. They let it be the, the one big night on prime time. Uh, and they and they can do it again because boy, they do have a have a pretty good track record of messing up a good thing. Mm. It was awesome. It was awesome. So clearly that's you know that that's the place if you if you're gonna have a nostalgic baseball setting, right? I mean the Iowa cornfield that you can't you can't do much better than that. But what about what about other sports? Is there like where's a place that you would want to see, you know, a football game or an NBA game or or a college basketball game for that matter? Is there something that jumps out at you as man, they really need to do this? How about a how about an NBA game at Rucker Park in New York City? Yeah, baby. Ooh, that's a good one. That would be jamming. Do you guys know do you guys know the palestra? You know, uh, it's it was the stadium on University of Pennsylvania's campus, and they used to have NCAA games, the whole thing at the Palestra. And there was a there was a tradition that until the first basket was scored, uh, like once the first basket was scored, everybody would throw down full rolls of toilet paper from like the rafters and they would have to stop the game and pull the toilet paper off the floor. But the Palestra is truly an iconic joint for basketball games. I would love them to play a great game between, you know, Celtics and Lakers in the Palestra. That to me would be, you know, besides Rucker Park, which is a great call rooster, that that to me is the, the field of dreams for basketball. So I, I took this uh, task as what we said it was going to be, which is you got a movie and where's your movie setting for the sports? And so I came up with my virtual background is the Odessa Permian High School Stadium where Friday Night Lights mm. was mm. shot. And how cool it would be to have a, a NFL game at Odessa Permian Stadium under Friday night under the lights. Uh, Amazing. And, and I guess because in Texas, uh, I took the flip side and that'd be the longest yard, which was another great football movie. And how fun would it be to have in a prison camp uh, at a, one of their stadiums have have uh, an NFL game. And actually, you could highlight the injustice of the prison system and make some social justice statement out of it. But that would be a possibility. For basketball, um, I'm going with uh, Hinkle Fieldhouse mm-hmm. in, in Indianapolis, Butler's Hoosiers. home court, which is, which is where uh, the Hoosiers' yeah. final championship game was between Muncie, uh, Central and and uh, uh, Milan, which was the high school that Hoosiers was uh, um, framed after. And then finally for hockey, I'm going to go to what is now known as Herb Brooks Rink in Lake Placid. And we're under the movie Miracle. We're going to have a great NHL game uh, to you know, commemorate the USA 1980 uh, and that you know arena and the atmosphere. So. Going with the movie theme, there, there you go, for your Field of Dreams. Good ones, Pope. Good, good job with your homework. Thank you. I've had a little you while only, to look. You only forgot one on football, I think, because you nailed it all across. The hockey game would be incredible, Lake Placid. But yeah. h- how about they play How about they play a game under Touchdown Jesus and play at Notre Dame Stadium where Rudy was done and play well, an NFL game there? 
Yeah, I was going to say that. That's a good one because I was going to, going back to the movie thing, I was going to say, you know, Rudy is a movie that sort of nailed it, right? I mean, that that's, you know, Notre Dame football. We could have a pod on that just alone uh, on the significance of it. But that movie nailed it as far as drama and goosebumps and, and the whole thing. So, yeah, you're right. That would be a great place too, I think. I, I don't see, yeah, but like what's the allure of an NFL team playing in a college stadium? I just don't see it. You see, if you like, I, the game. I, I like to see it played. I, I agree with you. Like in an old grass on an old grass field, all muddy and everything. Like something like if you're going to play in a college stadium, play at Harvard or something where it's a, yeah. a real throwback so, stadium. Some of these guys could play a college field and they'd probably make more money as a college player than they do in the NFL at this point. That's yeah. true. <laughs> Although, could you imagine milk playing like uh, an NFL game? Um, at like the big house at Michigan and putting 110,000 people. Yeah, I was going to say Michigan. Yeah. Yes, that would be awesome. That would be cool. That would be cool. It would be really cool. It's like, you know, the, the, the Rams played in the Coliseum. I don't know. I mean, the Coliseum felt it wasn't 100,000, but, you know, I don't know. Maybe, maybe one of, maybe something like the big house would be pretty cool or Knoxville or something like that. You're hard to impress, Milk. Yeah, Milk, man. So. Are you Milk? Are you lying down? <laughs> <laughs> I got my legs up, man. Wow, the good thing this is an uh, audio recording. Well, that's a good really? that's a good conversation. So, if you got if you have ideas about other places that you'd like to see a game uh, set up, hey, tweet them at us. Um, let us know what you think. That's kind of fun stuff. So. Uh, let us know what you, what you think about that. I'm sure there'll be some Canadian version. Oh, yeah, probably. Mm. Probably. Mm. So that would be fun. Um, all right. Well, we have to uh, we have to move on, but uh, it'd be silly at this time of year not to start talking a little fantasy football. Um, Milt, take us away with this. What, what's going on in fantasy? What are, what are your tips? Tell us where you, where you are with this. Well, Milk, why don't you first? Why, why don't you first suggest, Milk, why, why you should lead this? Because I'm well, sure no, you want to boast gonna... about that. I was going to ask you guys, what? How come you guys picked me to do this? Oh my god! I'm just curious. Do y'all? Is there any reasoning? Because you had the best regular season record in the history of fantasy. Oh no, that was me last year. Sorry. Oh well. Oh, so you're the one who shit the bed in the playoffs then? That's that's right. In the in the in the Super Bowl. I'm sorry. Do you have a ring? I don't. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, that was enough on fantasy football for one. Uh, one Good job. Let me talk. I keep I keep mine on the mantle. Uh, well, <laughs> just a little background here for our listeners. We formed a fantasy football league about four years ago. We've had this will be our fifth season, if I'm if I'm not mistaken. And the first year I won the league. Um, the second year I went to the Super Bowl. The third year I went to the Super Bowl. Now I didn't win those those. Two Oh, what that's a shame his oh, audio cut out. What a, what a shame he cut out. Uh, I heard him say he didn't win. Yeah, maybe, he didn't win. Maybe next year with his he's, winnings, he can get He's away one for three in the connection. Super Bowl, is what he was saying. I'm one <laughs> yeah. for three in the Super Bowl, but I do have a ring. Um, I Look, this is my favorite time of year. I love fantasy football. Uh, it, I've got some advice for our listeners, and I'm not going to give too much away because I know. And if you guys have some questions for me, you let me know. I know <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
if you want to use this opportunity to pick my brain, <laughs> I totally get it. But look, these are my, I mean, these are my pet peeves. All right. So first of all, if you are anything outside of top five in picks, do only do not pick a running back. Running back should only be picked in the first top five. There are only. I got to write that down. I got to write, write that down. down. Number six. Yeah. I'm number no, six. Running back. Five elite. So. Milk, I've got 12 milk, and 13. Milk, so may I interrupt no you? Because I think last year I picked either sixth or eighth and I picked Dalvin Cook. You, okay. Well, you got lucky. I got lucky is right. Right. Because you guys were dumb enough to let him slide to eight. Yeah. I've got McCaffrey. I've got Dalvin Cook, Alvin Kamara, Derek Henry. And then who the hell are you going to take after that? You got, I mean, you got uh, McCaffrey one. I've McCaffrey, got McCaffrey one. You've got you've got the legend for a friend. Wait, wait, you got you got him ranked by by running back by position. You that's your that's your no, top no, no. But in, I'm talking running back. Yeah, I'm saying McCaffrey after the top four. You could throw in Ezekiel Elliott, maybe. How about Nick Ooh. Chubb this year? I'm saying my point is this: is after those top five go go. I, it's better to go to a top wide receiver or maybe even like a, a top tight end, like Tyreek Hill. I'm going to take over Nick Chubb. Kelsey, I'm going to take over Nick Chubb. Oh, yeah. Chubb. Kelsey's first Kels. round. Kelsey. Right. You changed his take, name. He did? Changed his name? He's, he's, he came out and said, You've been mispronouncing my name all these years. It's Kelsey. I'm a, well, there, there's your punchable face of the really? week. Yeah. There. Yeah. That's yeah. Big time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> earlier earlier in the episode than usual. Yeah, fuck him. I'm gonna keep it the same way. Kelsey. Right. Look, what about, is, what about Najee Harris? You wouldn't take him with a sixth pick. Too no. uh, too early, unproven. Hell no. Very, not when very, you could take very Tyree. curious though. Not so when you who's could take your number one pick? Who's your number one pick? You have the first pick <laughs> in the draft. Who you taking? <laughs> I'm taking McCaffrey. You are okay. Oh. Yeah, Bill. I, I have a question for you. I have a question for you. Since you're such a champion, yeah. How, how do you how do you deal with rehabbed injuries of the say knee for running backs? Like a guy like Saquon Barkley, do you take him in the top ten this year? A guy like Ezekiel Elliott, who like was down last year. What do you do with those guys? Our listeners want to know, and somebody picking six is interested too. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't touch the legend with a 10 foot pole. Yeah, neither not, would I. Not I in the first it. three wow. or four rounds. You wouldn't either, Rooster? Nope. Uh, uh, hell no. Wow. He we haven't even seen him in a preseason game. He yet. hasn't played. Haven't seen, you haven't seen Daniel Jones in a preseason game. Yeah, yeah but Daniel, <laughs> right. Jones, Daniel Jones doesn't have, you know, like a massive injury that he's rehabbing from. Right. We well, haven't seen Daniel Jones in a regular season. We've already game. seen yeah, the best yeah. of Daniel Jones, and we know that's yeah. mediocre. What, same, yeah. same thing for Dak Prescott. You haven't seen him in a preseason game. Right. He's coming off major hey, Rooster, injury. Rooster, what week did Saquon go down last year? Uh, I forget. Right? It was like the first two or three. Yeah. yeah. It was early. Yeah. So he is close to that one year mark, though. Right. But it, but he was injured the year before, too. Right. But are you going to risk your entire team on that pick if you have a top yes. six pick? You're going yes. to. Okay. And this is why we know what's going to happen at the end of the year, House. We know where should you're going to end up. Yeah. Should we, we talk about the, should, should we talk about the award I get to at it? 
Pope's going to make a terrible trade to Rooster, sending Saquon, who's got a thousand yards if, already. If Nick and Chubb is available at six, you should take him. That's no, wow. What do you? Wow. What do you do with? What, what? do you do with Mahomes? Where okay, do you take so, Mahomes. So that's a good question. You let someone like Doug take Mahomes and squander his whole year this again. This is my second biggest pet peeve. Do okay. not take a quarterback in the first round. Never take a quarterback. Ever, ever, yeah. ever. In fact, All right. don't what, take what a if, quarterback. I'm going to say this right now. This is going to be controversial. Don't take a quarterback in the first three rounds of what? Yes. Now, wait a minute. Let me so explain. You picking, well, if you're pick, picking sixth or later in the first round, you're not taking a running back or a quarterback. So you're right away. What are, you, what are we doing? Kickers? Wide receivers. I'm taking Tyree Kill. I'm taking Devontae Adams. I'm taking Kelsey or whatever the hell his name is now. Kels. Kels. And I'm coming back around. And then I'll, I will get him. I'll, I will take a Nick Chubb at 10 or 11 or coming back to me when it circles back. But I'm not so, taking Mahomes. I'm so, Milk, or, or, milk may, or may, I, may I call you champ? You're taking, <laughs> you, you're, you're taking Miles Gaskin before Patrick Mahomes. I'm t- yes, I'm taking as many running backs and wide receivers as possible. Let me explain to you why. Wow. Let me explain wow. to you why. Hold on. When when who do you pick up wide res- when do you pick up running backs again if you can't pick one after the fifth House, pick? When who was your quarterback last year? You can say that. Probably name. Carson Wentz. Probably no, it was Carson. Tom Brady. Uh, who, who was, was Tom Brady? Oh, Tom, Tom Brady. Brady. Yep. Tom Brady. Okay. And what round did you pick Brady in? Uh, probably the same round he got drafted in for the NFL. Yeah, in the sixth round, and right? Yeah. How many touchdowns did he throw last year? About 5,000. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So the number 12 ranked quarterback right now that I have on my, my, my list is Stafford. Oh, the milk Stafford. board. Stafford is going to take you. He's going to take you there. That's fine. Take Stafford. He's going to, th- he's on the Rams. Now he's going to get two to three touchdowns a game. Probably load up on, don't get caught up in Mahomes because then you're going to get, you're going to lose the running back and wide receiver when it comes back to you again. But is it, is it going? He's right. Although I think I think Bison should take Mahomes, but other than that, I agree with you. (laughs) Well, isn't hold on a second? (laughs) Mahomes and Lamar Jackson are going to get you thirty points every single week. What's wrong with that? Because so is Tannehill. So because you might have a bad a bad running back that brings your team down. Absolutely, and you're going to get you're going to get twenty three out of Stafford, and he's the twelfth best quarterback. All right, I want to ask something controversial. I want to switch topics a little bit on fantasy here. All right. And I think I'm going to get pretty strong reaction to this. Oh boy. What is the thoughts on using a software program that monitors your draft real time and tells you who to pick? Cheating. You're, cheating? A, baby. You're a baby. You're a baby. Cheating. You're a cheater. You're a cheating yeah, baby. You should be kicked out of the league. If Hang you on. Yeah. There, there's a difference between like on CBS, you can do auto and it tells you the next best player available on your list. That's different. Right? That's who different. Does, why? Who does that? Does someone do that? <laughs> I, 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 mean, I want to know what exactly I've, you're talking about. Are you talking there, about auto draft? No, no. There's pay. There are pay for services. That I, you guys don't get emails for these all the time. I figured I got them because of CBS. There's, there's pay for services. We don't gamble online like you do, evidently. That will tell you who's the best pick every week. It'll tell you what lineup to set, 
It'll tell you what trades to make. It evaluates all these things, and it's all computer algorithm. Right. Fine, do it. Whatever. It's not. It's not going to figure out injuries. It's not going to. Yeah. Yeah. If CBS Sports has anything to do with it, I, you're wasting your money. Yeah. They're they're all ran, their rankings scares, are so all off. you guys getting quiet in the corner and everything. You're all full of shit. You're all using them. No, I have I have a cheat sheet, but it's not going to be have some fucking algorithm. First to of tell all, me what to it do. doesn't even work in our league because it's a live draft league. I and mean, it's not like we're using an online thing that's popping up information. So you're kind of on your own, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not like you have some guy in your ear telling you who to draft. <laughs> right. like, well, like, like somebody did a couple of years like, ago, like someone's son. You mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That was yeah. ridiculous. Oh, for Sack? Yeah. Oh, is he, I, yeah. he'll be on the phone next week. Yeah. Guarantee it. So maybe we should ban I, that, huh? I am still like shocked at this thing, Milk. I'm looking at a magazine right now that has um, Cortland Sutton in non PPR leagues. That we That's are you, baby. PPR leagues. Pony up. Oh, yeah, yeah, pony up. Cortland Sutton is number 49, and Patrick Mahomes is number 55. Patrick Meichler is taking Cortland Sutton before Patrick Mahomes. True? I don't think so. No. I mean, I think Cortland Sut- Sutton comes way late, comes off the board way late. Yeah. So not be after the fourth round, which is where Patrick would take Mahomes. Look, there is a point where if Patrick Mahomes will be long out, gone before the fourth round. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. He'll be gone in the first round. Someone always I'm does just saying, don't in the first two to three rounds where you do not take a quarterback. If it's the fourth round and Mahomes is there. Okay. Yeah. Be stupid. Not going to be there. Mahomes will not be there in the fourth but round. Somebody will take him in the top. Mahomes round. won't be there for the number two pick. Right. Bison <laughs> is going to take him. <laughs> <laughs> just, just for our listener in, in our league, Bison picks first this year. I pick second. So I'm encouraging Bison to make bad choices. Four, I think I was in the final four backs. last year. By where, the way. where, where yeah. do you guys, where do y'all pick house? Uh, roost, I mean, uh, milk. Oh, I'm in Siberia. I'm ninth. It's Dude, I'm bad. I'm on the snake. I'm 12. And, I'm on 12. I like it. Uh, 12 and 13. That, yeah, I, I like, I like that. Yeah, I do too. I don't I think see, that's bad. I don't but think I'm, nine is bad either. I'm having a hard time because based on milk, I can't take a running back after the fifth pick. And then I can't take a quarterback, but I should take a wide receiver or tight end over a running back. But when do I get to draft running backs? Again? What are you, I'm, so, I'm confused. So wait a minute. So asking so for a friend episodes, 29 episodes into this podcast and you're, Gonna take milk's advice? Actually, like <laughs> right. actually, right. hey, have you not fucking paid attention? If to he wants, hey, here? Look, if he wants to win, he'll listen to. He you. does have a good track record. Um, look, here's the thing. I say all this for the caveat. You want that guy? I'm saying don't take anything but a running back in the top four picks or whatever. You want that guy in the league to take Mahomes at three, right? That is what you want, especially if you're sixth. Or something like that. Let That's how the, you get Dalvin Cook at six, seven, absolutely. Because I guarantee you, somebody took Mahomes in the top five last year, and Cook fell to you, or maybe he wasn't. As, well, he was coming off an injury. That was yeah, why he thought. was coming off an injury. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, but, but Pope, Pope's going to follow this advice and wind up with a starting backfield of Car- <laughs> Carlos Hyde and Wayne Gallman. <laughs> what number are you picking, Pope? Twelve. Twelve. I got the snake. <sighs> He's going to pass. I have a little bit of a different take on fantasy that I want to raise. Why do we do this to ourselves? I mean, <laughs> the stress and anxiety that this brings. This, seriously, there are so many guys across the country right now at this moment who are drafting teams or who are getting ready to draft teams who are buying magazines for $12.95 because it tells them guaranteed tip to win. Why do we bring this hell on ourselves? We you watch. Why? Why are you stressed you, wait about a second. this? <laughs> Hold on a second. Bison, you have the answer. Rooster has the answer. Pope has the answer. And now, unfortunately, my team has the answer. When your NFL team sucks, <laughs> right? When your NFL that's team sucks. That's all we have to live for. That's all we have to live for. That's, you know, that's why you got into fantasy. That's why you all got into fantasy. Tampa Bay uh, sucked. And that's, that's why milk, milk is going to suck this year because Tampa Bay is now good. That's right. I, and I started I, my decline last year. I love it. I love it. I thought I would hate it. When when you guys first asked me about this, I was like, oh, it's going to ruin the viewing experience. Oh, no. You're not rooting for a team. I love it. I I have nothing but fun doing this. You've taken 15 years off of your life stressing over the draft. (laughs) That's a good point. I had to to save his his first year. I had to save his ass and try to help him with how the draft worked. Oh, God, the Steelers. (laughs) I have I have nights where I have nights where I've done I'm doing so many mock drafts that Laura is just infuriated because I'm told not you you to were her. already ahead. Mock drafts. Who else has done a mock draft? Oh my god. A mock draft That's embarrassing. That is embarrassing. Oh, oh man. Wow. He's it's got like, he's got soothing. simulations. He's it's created soothing. a computer program with simulations. I find it to be soothing. Running. By the way, Bill, what's your what's your pet peeve number three? Okay, couple. Th- well, this isn't really pet peeve. This is more advice. This ha- and this is so after last night. Now I have my issues with Jameis Winston. You guys know this, but well, be careful with the preseason. Keep an eye on it. It's important. You might see some guys come out of that. Mainly Marquez Callaway. Yeah, right? no kidding. So, but ca- cautiously. Don't suddenly put Marquez Callaway as a top 10 pick just because he had two touchdowns by Jameis Winston against backups in the worst team in the league. Is Jameis Winston going to suddenly be this all-star guy? No, he's not. However, to I'm my detecting point a little Florida bias. Jameis Winston is the perfect fantasy football quarterback. He will get you three touchdowns, four touchdowns. He will lose his he will he sucks he'll throw two interceptions three interceptions that will ultimately lose the game for the team because i live this life but he will put up a lot of fantasy points yep so he's right someone to consider um milk let that. me ask you this about like for example on preseason how 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 deep do you go with something like watching the 49ers in preseason jimmy g looks horrible like he can't hit an open receiver this year he's thrown over their heads so so now are you going to take a, a san francisco wide receiver because he's their starter or do you think that's just preseason and he's how long is he going to be their starter um, i give him three games if he keeps throwing like that oh yeah. i mean 
What's well, his face hasn't looked great though. I'm not confident in, in anyone in, on San Francisco. Are you? I mean, like, yeah, Jimmy. Okay, you got Garoppolo, and then you've got what's his name? Who's their rookie? Trey, Trey Lance. Who you have Trey no Lance. idea how he's going to do. Yeah, but their wide receivers yeah. are pretty high up on the list, like Ayuk, Brandon Ayuk, and uh, and Debo Sam Debo. What's his face? No, I'm not Samuel. 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 No, I'm not. I'm avoiding anyone on San Francisco. We got to think about the offense in general, right? You got you may have a good player, but if it's a shit offense, then you got to stay away from them. Mike, I, I think the only guy you take is is Kittle, right? I I, I love Kittle. him. Yeah, Kittle's good. If he's healthy, Kittle. I heard I heard he I heard his name is actually Kit. Yeah, have we been mispronouncing? It's really title. It's really title. title. Yeah. Title. Milk, I'm going to give you a little psychology test. I'm just going to give you, for our listeners, I'm going to give you the name of a player, and you give me the round they should be selected in, and then we're going to review this later on. Ah. Just, we've got a lot. We've got a lot of people listening right now. A lot. We have thousands of viewers, listeners, thousands, and so don't let them down. Yeah. The running back David Montgomery on the Chicago Bears. Oh God. Uh, no earlier, no, I mean, no earlier than third or fourth round. Okay. Okay. You seem to be lining up with the experts, a running back on the Arizona Cardinals, Chase Edmonds. He's over. He's overrated by all the experts in my opinion. Is he splitting time with anybody? Yeah. They've got yeah, James uh, Connor. James, James Connor. Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, fifth. Okay, you're you're doing good so far. Milk, the running back for the Las Vegas Raiders, Josh Jacobs. Ooh, I like him. World tide. I like him in the first two <laughs> rounds. I like him in the first two rounds. Okay, now you seem to be over exaggerating a little bit. The, you're yes. a little well, bit out of source round, but you got to get him late second. He's in the top ten running backs. Yeah. The wide receiver, wide receiver one for the Los Angeles Rams, Robert Woods. PPR league? No, no, we're not in a PPR league. Standard league. Standard league. It's impressive. I won't look at at that guy until six minimum. Wow. He's long gone. He is long gone by now. He sucks. He's the number one receiver for the Rams. They like throw all the time. Yeah. Now How about the number one receiver for the Ravens, Milk, Marquise Brown? Hollywood. Oh, I like him. I like him. Uh, fourth. Wow. So you've got uh, Robert Woods and Marquise Brown totally backwards, according to the experts. Yep. The experts love Robert Woods and do not like Marquise Brown. I'm sorry, I think who, you're no longer. I think you're no longer an expert, Milk. Who, who's the quarterback of the Rams again? Matthew Stafford. 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 Okay. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. Okay. He'll get the ball to him. We'll, we'll see. I think Cooper Cup. I <laughs> Wait, think Cooper Stafford's going to get us 23 points a game. I think Stafford is a great number 12 quarterback. Uh, he's top 15. Um, we'll see. But isn't it, it is Matthew Stafford, and he's older. He's old, and he sucks. And he went to Georgia. <laughs> there we go. I don't know. I think right, well, both Woods any, and Cup are better picks than Hollywood Brown. Just one, one last question. How many touchdowns I'm, did Woods have last year? Does anyone how many know? touchdowns? 
Uh, I can figure it out for you. Yeah, I can find it out for you pretty quick. While you're looking, how many other leagues is everybody else in other than our fantasy league? I'm in three. One other one. One. I'm in one other one. Oh, oh, let's hear your name for the because I think Chris Nace I'm in is zero in others. I'm in one other. Yeah, my law school league from 1990. Chris Nace is in a, a lawyer wonky lawyer league where they have special names. What's your name this year? I don't know. I haven't picked it yet this year. It depends how the draft goes. De novo. <laughs> I, 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 why don't you go Yamari. with race? Je- why don't you go with race? Jerry Judicata. <laughs> I had I had the uh, Amar Amari Kirai briefs last year. Oh, oh God! Oh, God, what a oh. league that must be. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. man, yeah, it is. It is. There's a waiting list for that league too. <laughs> All right. Anybody else have anything on fantasy that they want to throw out there? Let Robert me study Woods for a week, and I'll get back with you. Robert Woods had. Uh, it looks like he had six touchdowns receiving. Six touchdowns. Thank you very much. And what was the first question that I asked? When you How many touchdowns did Robert Woods have? No, I said, is this a PPR league? He doesn't get in the yes. end zone. Okay. Well, he had, a, he had a quarterback who only threw checkdowns. Now ah. he's got Matthew Stafford. Okay. Don't touch that guy until the fifth or sixth round. Okay. All right. You heard it here first. Oh, I can't wait. I'll be polished. I'll be polishing review where you come up, where you come in last place and have the poop trophy this year, and you're eating waffles, <laughs> waffles three days. Hey, you guys are trying. You're trying your best. You've got me at ninth. I can't think of a worse place to draft. But you know well, what? You know, tough. Bison, I'm so glad you said that because I I would love our listeners to give recommendations to us on the loser trophy. I've heard some famous ones of late, but that's a great thing that our listeners could help us with. What are our, what's a great great loser penalty for a fantasy football league? Should you I really thought, be bringing this up? I thought we were going to do Waffle House. <laughs> <laughs> is there a, is there a is, Waffle House there, in your? Is there any other two time winner in our league? No, I have I to go to one time winner of it. Well, it's disputed. You were really a two time loser, but I took it to be a good guy. But anyway, I have to go to Delaware to go to the Waffle House. Well, that'll suck, but. You know, you <laughs> hey, eat yeah. enough waffles. You can I'll, I'll come up there and watch you eat them. <laughs> <laughs> you can right, have I don't think you should. I don't think you should do it in solitude. <laughs> enough enough yeah. of this this fantasy stuff. All right, enough fantasy stuff. Let's move it let's, along. Let's uh, come back to reality for a minute. All right. Now, instead of building a fantasy team, here's the question. You're building your own NFL team from scratch. This is like the Kraken of the NFL. You're starting from scratch. You get a uh, an offensive pick and a defensive pick. Pope, you're up. Who are you taking on offense and who are you taking on defense to start a real-life NFL franchise? So, you know, this is a classic sports radio question that so many talking heads love, love to uh, roundtable and – so I did put some thought into it, and I think you have to make a threshold question as a GM, and that is, if you're going to start with an offensive player, are you going to go with who's the best now or who's the best upcoming? Because, you know, you get a guy who's pretty old and try to put a team around him, and by the time the team is any good, he might be too old. But I would have to start off offense with, with Mahomes. Um, it, everything revolves around the quarterback. 
you know, give me a running back, fine, but the running backs are wearing out too too quickly, and we're we're seeing that across the board. Give me a star quarterback, and I'll build a team around them. So Mahomes is my guy, and I, if I had to pick for you know a team that's going to be up and coming, then I would be between Josh Allen and uh, Justin Abair. Those two guys really stand out to me, and then. Again, same thing for defense. Give me Aaron Donald, uh, Donald right now. Uh, and that's a kind of a no-brainer. He's the best defensive player in the NFL. But he's also in his eighth year. So, you know, maybe I'm going to start off with a younger guy uh, who's like Chase Young. I hate to say it, Bison, but, you know, kind of hard not to start off with somebody that young and that talented. Um, and so th- those are my, you know, if I had to pick now, I'd go Mahomes and Donald. Um, but those are other considerations. Rooster, what do you got? If you're, if you're talking about building a new team, you have to start with the line because as uh, uh, Trevor Lawrence is about to find out, it doesn't matter how good you are as a quarterback if you have a bad offensive line. So I'm going with one of the top offensive linemen who I think are David Bacteri for the Packers, uh, maybe Quentin Nelson for the Colts, and maybe even your man Werfs on the Bucks. One of those three guys. Wow. One of those three guys is who I'm starting with because uh, wow. Swiss cheese offensive line and a great quarterback means a lot of sacks for that great quarterback. I knew you were going to go offensive line. Interesting. I think Quentin well, Nelson's a great call. Great call. D- defense. Defense. I agree with you, Pope. I'd go either Aaron Donald or uh, one of Chase Young, Miles Garrett, or Nick Bosa. Milk, you're up. So I thought about this. I was going to go offensive lineman, that's, but that's just so boring. So I went with quarterback, and I was down to Mahomes and Allen, and I was like, who has more potential to get hurt? So I thought Mahomes does because he's always running around. So I went with Josh Allen. I, I like him. I, I, I mean, I really like him. I think he's going to be – give him a couple couple years. That guy's going to win multiple, multiple, multiple Super Bowls. Uh, By the way, I wow. remember the year he what? was drafted and, and House actually said, this guy's going to be good. Everybody else was talking about Josh Rosen and – and the others, and uh, he was kind of, uh, you know, the way he advanced last unfinished year, product yeah. at the time. Yeah, as long as the Bills stay in Buffalo, then it'll be fun. Um, and they won't win the Super Bowl, right? right. They won't win it in Austin either. <laughs> Is that where they're going to go, Austin? It's one of the rumored spots. Oh God, interesting. Uh, you guys are going to laugh at my defensive pick. I've gone Homer. Uh, oh but I like building Safety. a defense around that core linebacker position. They're the leader. They're calling the plays. Young guy. I'm going with Devin White. Really big, 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 big. Uh, I think he's going to be huge. Uh, I love this guy. Keep an eye on him this year. He's gonna. He had a breakout season last year. He got us to the Super Bowl. Helped us win it. Love him. Going Devin White. Not a bad pick. House? 
Devin White's not a bad pick. I'm surprised if you're going to go there, you didn't go Darius Leonard, but I don't think you can start around a linebacker. I'm going to start on defense. And I listen, I do think Chase Young is phenomenal. If I were going to pick somebody from that defense, I actually like, believe it or not, I actually like Jonathan Allen more than I like Chase Young. I think Jonathan Allen allows Chase Young to do what he does. He is he is a menace in the middle, but that's not who I'm starting my defense around. I'm flipping a coin and taking whichever heads or tails lands on the Bosa boys. They're monsters. Both Nick and Joey are monsters, and I would start my defense around either one of them. Um, honorable mention to TJ Watt because he's got it in his blood too, but the Bosa boys, I start my defense around. You know, Milk makes a great point on offense. I just think Allen runs too. I I need to see more than last year from Allen. Um, I need to see a second trip around the sun. Mahomes has made two trips around the sun. Both has led him to the very end. He's a very, very special player, very, very unique, and he's 25 years old, and I don't think he has a ceiling. So it's conventional, but I'm going with Mahomes and one of the Bosa boys. So I'm going to follow up on that, and and I'm going with Mahomes too. Although if I if I had to go younger than that, gosh, I I, I like the idea of taking offensive linemen. By the way, I, I tend to think that if I if I were actually a GM building a team every year, not just picking one or two guys, I think you draft or or you build from the inside out, right? You go offensive line, defensive line, and then build back from there. Because finding a guy like Mahomes or Brady. I, it's just, it's hit or miss, right? It's its a total crapshoot. We had all these quarterbacks drafted this year and, and you know, 75% of them aren't going to be worth anything. Yeah. Um, so so I, I do appreciate the idea of picking offensive linemen first, but I think for this, this conversation of having one guy on offense, I'm going with Mahomes. If I had to go younger, I'd be really intrigued by the, uh, the Jets guy, Zach Wilson, right? I mean, he, mm. he looked... He looked smooth the other night. I mean, you sure kind of laughed at him on draft night because he looks like such a baby face. But, boy, he looked comfortable out there. Um, I'm really interested to watch him play. Uh, and then on defense, it's sort of a no-brainer for me. I'm going Chase Young. Uh, I just think this guy, he could, he really could have an impact on the game like LT. Yep. Um, and that's yep. about as high a praise as you can say for a guy. Now, you know – does he get there? I mean, we haven't seen another LT since then. So yeah, that, that's maybe too much pressure, but I think he has that kind of skill set. He's a disruptor. Right. Got a little beat down in the playoffs though, didn't he, Milk? Uh, yeah, I believe he did. Well, oh I mean, boy. I mean, of all those he games had a quarterback that, named yeah. Heineken. I don't think they were expected to do much. Actually, that was the closest game we had. No, that, but he did that was some... the toughest game you had. Yeah, yeah, but Chase didn't do anything in that game. No, he didn't. He didn't do too no, much. He didn't. Rooster, you're right. Three guys I mean, on him. It, Tristan Worfs, he totally changed our offense. That one, I'm, that one pickup. I'm curious. The Giants passed him over and took um, the guy from Georgia, Andrew. Was it Andrew Thomas? Yeah. yeah, he hasn't done much. All right, well, we're getting closer. Football, it's uh, it's it's upon us. I think we'll uh, talk a little college football next week, too. So uh, this is uh, exciting stuff. Um, but but before, now, you, before you go there, oh, yeah. I'm going to make a prediction. 
Oh, uh-oh. this alliance, and we'll talk about it in depth next week, is a big fucking nothing burger. Move on. Wow. Ooh, I concur. Teaser. Teaser. All right. Um, let's punch someone in the face. Come on, man. And with the local DBC news, Evan Kujay with a triumphant comeback. But tonight, don't call it a comeback. House, what do you got for us? It's not very long, but I just want to pick up on what Pope just said. Whether it's a big nothing burger or not, I think the NCAA has just just totally screwed everything up. They 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 are taking the joy out of the big college sports. They'll ruin basketball next, but I don't know where college football is going. But it's nowhere good. If you haven't seen the video yet of the walk-on players getting sponsored by an energy bar at BYU, you need to see this. It's a a non-caffeinated energy bar. (laughs) It's a terrifying video because it shows you where money in college sports is going because you can sponsor anybody from anything. They're all going to be driving Ferraris and Lamborghinis and energy drinks and all this stuff. And, you know, the, the allure of college sports was that these were amateurs, non-professionals, non-paid players. Unfortunately, yes, they were being exploited, but there has to be a happy medium between exploited amateurs and overpaid BYU 34 guys all of a sudden get paid to uh, to have their college tuition paid so they can sponsor an energy bar. The NCAA has screwed this up, and I hope they find a happy medium. Until then, they're getting punched in the face. I agree. Good one. Boom. The it, where the, the NCAs and where do they go? They're kind of dead. Where do we go from here with them? Their future's over. I mean, I don't know. That's what they're doing now. They're they're fighting for right. They're grasping and clawing for relevance as an organization. Yeah. I may yeah. not watch a college football game until the playoffs. It's, it's oh please, be, seriously, just it doesn't interest me. Well, we'll just drop you off the pod. Milk and I are going to one in person the first week. So, <laughs> Yeah. I'm not uh, saying my... you won't have fun. I'm just saying I'm not going to spend my Saturday yeah. watching. Yeah. yeah. Well, you're just, you're just hoping out. the Yankees will be in playing in October. Let's change the subject. Yeah, let's change the subject. Okay. Rooster, you have a Ted Lasso for us? Barbecue sauce. I do, Yankee haters. Uh, (laughs) My my virtual background right now is Andrew Squid Velasquez, who grew up a few miles from Yankee Stadium in the Bronx. Um, And like all kids... His age, he idolized Derek Jeter and wanted to be a short play shortstop for the Yankees. Um, he actually got drafted by the D-backs in 2012 and bounced around the league. And I, he was traded to the Rays, I believe, the Indians, the Orioles, and never really caught on. And so he, as he signed a minor league free agent contract with the Yankees this year. And they called him up on August 12th 
because Glabar Torres was hurt. And since he was called up, they have gone 10 and two, including winning 10 straight with him at shortstop. And the guy's been playing great. He really has been amazing. His, his entire family comes to the games at Yankee stadium. Um, he, he made a game winning, uh, defensive play against the Red Sox in the game where we went, finally went ahead of the Red Sox for second place and first place in the wild card. Um, just an amazing play. I mean, he threw a, a bullet from almost left field to first base to get out a fast runner. And then on Saturday, he had his first ever major league baseball home run, uh, off, off the twins where he jacked one into, uh, the bleachers in, in right center where his family was sitting and in the stands were his mom, his dad, his grandmother, his aunts, and his brother. And the, you know, the cameras all panned in on them and the, the mom and the grandmother and the aunt were crying and the men were going nuts. It was just awesome. I mean, it really was childhood dream come true. It was, it's a beautiful story. And, um, you know, he's 27 years old. He finally made it. And I know you guys can't stand the Yankees, but go F yourselves. (laughs) And I just hope that Aaron Boone has the balls to do something risky, like continue to start this kid when Glabar Torres comes back because Torres didn't do squat this year. And I don't, I think Boone is a, is a robot. And of course he won't do that. Um, anyway, Pope's just mad. He's holding up a who cares sign because we stomped the Braves last night, even though they were on a same, same nine and O streak Two nine and O teams played and only one of them looked like a nine and O team last night. And that oh, was those are some big words. Uh, so anyway, it's really a lasso. Well, there is. There you it was, have it. It's there a beautiful, it's a beautiful uh, story about a kid growing up in the shadow of the great Yankee Stadium and finally making it there. Anybody got any tissues? Because I'm is about he still to lose going. It. I blacked out. An under an underdog story related to the Yankees. I think they, the I think they tore down that Yankee Stadium. <laughs> well, yeah, but not, no, not this guy's a young guy. This the new stadium is not that new. Brewster, for real, is he a major league baseball player? Yeah. Is he is he here to stay? I I think he's I think he's better than Glabar Torres in my opinion. Whoa, whoa! What we like to refer to as a four A guy because Torres has reverted. Torres used to be better, but he's he's reverted. He's he makes he makes a lot of errors at short, and he's not hitting. So this guy's a this guy's a spark plug. Oh, Rooster, I'm planning my weekend, and it looks like we've got another three game series with the Orioles. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Isn't that nice that you get to play the <laughs> Orioles for the rest of the year? But guess what? Your last three games of the series are against the Yankees, so you better be at least four games up. I'm I'm a little concerned about the Phillies tonight, if I'm being honest. Um, I'd be concerned about the Phillies, too, <laughs> especially if I was a Phillies fan. Yes. Uh, I'm very, <laughs> let me tell you, the Phillies are going to be amazing tonight through seven innings. And then the last two innings are going to reach in with a dull knife. They're going to separate your chest. They're going to reach into your heart. They're going to pull it out, and then they're going to stomp it on the ground. Oh, wow. Well, listen, listen, House. That I mean, that's that's terrible. But at least you have the <laughs> Eagles coming up. At least you have the Eagles. So that's right. You do. Have All the right, Eagles. guys. 
Good show, everyone. We're all undefeated. Hey, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait Study a minute. up for the draft. Let's uh, say, let's give a cheer to Miggy for hitting 500. Yeah. Oh, let's yeah. get Miggy yeah, with that's it. A good one. That's Pull a big deal. Cheers. Let's get Miggy with it. Cheers and, to Miggy. And pour one out for Mr. Ranger. Rod Gilbert died today or yesterday, I think, at age 80. Hmm. Charlie Watts and him. Yeah. 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 Right. All right, guys. Have take a good us week. out with some Rolling. Take us out with some Rolling Stones music this week. That's production right. team. Oh, making yeah. my job harder. Making my <laughs> job harder. All right. See y'all. See ya. How about? Please allow me to introduce myself. I'm a man of wealth and taste. I've been around for a long. Yeah. <laughs>